This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Thrive Inspiring Women, brought to you by Real Communications. I'm your host, Gina McKenzie, and I'll be speaking with inspiring women who are passionate about making a positive impact on our world. I hope you'll be uplifted and motivated by powerful stories of women doing amazing work to transform people's lives. Sisters Alicia and Jasmine run a thriving raw and whole foods treats business based here in Christchurch. Today we'll learn more about their business journey on Thrive. Welcome to Thrive, Alicia and Jasmine. Thank you. Thank you for Thanks having for having us. us. So let's go back to the beginning, which was almost around three years ago. How did you both come up with the idea for your business? Um, well, we've always really enjoyed sort of the the whole food raw treats, and we love treats. Mm. Mum, sweet tooth. Mum introduced us probably oh years ago. Like we were teenagers, like young teenagers, when she started baking yeah. raw treats within the home. I think before it became like a bit of a craze, she was kind of on board with it all. Yeah, yet. and so then um, coming up to my maternity leave, having had a child already, and Leisha having had. I think I just had Penelope. She yeah. was like three months old. And thinking, all right, this time round, what's something else that we can do on the side of, of, of parenting? A little bit of fun. Um, that's a little bit more fun. And then we came up with this idea, which kind of... It originated from jazz. <laughs> sort of just thinking, let's bake and sell treats. And yeah. then established into what the world of Instagram, which we had no idea, yeah. was actually our fundamental marketing tool. Our, it's a bit funny saying it now, but... Um, our initial plan was, and we actually did follow through and do this, we printed off, I think, maybe... Maybe like 100. I think even more. Like, um, yeah. 200, maybe even 300 pamphlets. And um, then and we, we, we letterbox dropped just in our local area with the kids on their bikes and that we got them on board with it, thinking that this would be a great marketing tool. And then... That's um, not how things are done these days. Yeah. So, uh, so we learnt that quickly. Social media is how you market And so someone business. told us to maybe create... Um, an Instagram account, which we did, and then realised that um, that's how people know about you. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a learning experience. A very big learning experience. But that's kind of how it all established and yeah. came so up. So mum played a big role in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah. planting the seed, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. We've always yeah really loved the raw treats anyway, and we were making them for ourselves quite regularly, and our friends kind of knew we always had some in our freezers. So we, we knew, and especially it was kind of the time when you were seeing them more in cafes and catering more to people's dietary needs and that's I think why we liked the treats pretty much anyone really that's willing to try something you can eat it and yeah. it fits within their dietary needs. You both come from quite different fields and backgrounds can you tell us a bit about both of your backgrounds? Do you sir? Yeah go. Um, well I am an occupational therapist and I work at Christchurch Hospital and I have probably for eight years now um, intermittently with, obviously, children in, in the middle. Um, so, yeah, I feel like Alicia and I's backgrounds are, like, We've, different but also have some similarities. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I've gone back to work during this whole business time as well. Yeah. And 
um, yeah, in yeah. Indonesia. And then I um, did a psychology degree and then spent a couple of years in child and adolescent mental health. And then I did start a postgrad, um, but then um, fell pregnant with my first boy. So that got um, put on hold and has never been picked up since then and have just in the last, how old is he now, six years, so my youngest is now one, so four kids in that time, have just um, been able to be at home with them and also have this little side hustle. Um, actually just recently though have started to get a little bit back into the mental health, um, working with young people, Game Again, which has actually been really nice and refreshing and yeah, feels really good. That's great. So quite similar in some ways, both about helping people, yes. really yeah. people-focused. Yeah. yeah, but completely different settings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I work with, this, with patients who have had a stroke. In yeah. A majority of Jazz's um, patients would be in the, the elderly, elderly population. Yeah, so we're yeah. different life spe- like stages, but yeah. Um, yeah. So now we're going to talk a little bit about your traits and what they have and what they don't have in them. Yeah. So all of your traits are vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, and don't contain any refined sugar. Yeah. So how do you, with none of those ingredients present, how do you um, experiment to get everything right? So Because obviously the flavour and the texture is really mm. important. Yeah. Good question. I mean, I think... Before the business even started, we've probably been playing around with these kinds of ingredients for a while. And they're not as foreign ingredients as I think you may think they are. Um, a lot of the ingredients that we tend to use are actually most of them you will find in your supermarket quite yeah. easily. They're like standard baking. So it's just a lot of like almond meal, coconut cream, nuts, like lots of nuts. Things like that. Um, and then obviously for the things like chocolate, we did try... We did for a while try and do our own, but it's a very time-consuming and not. And always. I think it, like there's a reason why you get professionals that make their chocolate, yeah, because you it's can't gift. just whip it up, yeah, very simply on yeah. your on your stove. So we got a really good supplier of that now. So I think, yeah, I think we it's, just... it's, there's a lot of experimenting, but once you kind of get the knack of it, mm. um, you can just adapt to most of your products. Yeah, and I think, yeah, the key thing is, I guess. To, it's not actually that challenging to to make your treats or uh, vegan or dairy yeah. free or refined sugar free because at the end of the day all you're using is just whole foods. Yeah, um, and brilliant. when you kind of look at just focusing on the different quantities of each that you're using and putting into your treats, yeah, you kind of just yeah. adapt. And yeah, yeah. I and mean, they've come a long way yeah. from when we first started. If you check out early Instagram feed, like yeah. you'll be able to see that. We were still really proud of them at the time, yeah. but I think we've just so developed. Definitely, and, and you, we continue to learn and take feedback from people. And I think that's yeah, what makes the business kind of grow is just that we have the adaptability to just make changes all the time if we need yeah. to. Yeah, and it was quite important to us, I think, early on when developing these treats that we were taking a lot of different components of ingredients. We weren't just heavily using one particular ingredient, say dates or anything. We were just wanting to make sure that the treats we were making were really nourishing, Mm. but also a real treat. Mm. And one thing I've noticed, because I'm a big fan of your treats, (laughs) that's how we met. Um, So I really like the fact that each of them actually have their own individual flavour. Because sometimes you can just... Maybe just taste dates and, yeah. and everything, yeah. not in your products, but in yeah. other ones that I've tried. Yeah. So that must be, that's one of your strong points, isn't it? Making sure that each product actually has yeah. that individual flavour. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, I think 
we're cafe people. We love going out to cafes and we have no problem. Actually, we kind of prefer it sometimes when we buy other people's um, raw treats that they've yeah. been supplied to. And sometimes we're like, this is amazing. This tastes fantastic. And then other times we're like, this just feels like a big ball of dates. Yeah. And so I think it was really important for us to be like, let's try and not be that. And I think you get that when you use a variety of plants in your foods. I think when you stick to the same ones every single slice and just make slight adaptions, you're going to get the same taste mm. and texture. Yeah. But when you expand and, and like, for example, for the raspberry slice, instead of just using raspberry powder, using actual raspberries, you're going to get the different textures and tastes. And so, mm. yeah, yeah, it just takes time to get the consistency, making sure, obviously, that it travels well and all those things as well. But we... We experiment, but we don't actually have a lot of time to experiment. Yeah. We kind of bake to sell. Yeah. Um, and if it goes well, great. And yeah. if it doesn't work as well as planned, then we just are really open and honest and we sell it at a discount yeah. rate. We just be like, we'd be quite transparent about it. Sometimes we'd be like, oh, this might be a bitch for our own freezers because it still tastes great, but it's probably not quite what we want to sell. Or other times we'd be really transparent on our Instagram feed and be like, hey guys, just got some seconds or some experimental things um, and we'll just give them at like a cost price and sell them that way. Yeah. So, and uh, people are like always really supportive of that even as well. Like they're pretty, yeah. (laughs) Good cheap. They're pretty, yeah, supportive of how we process and do this business. So it's been really good. Can you tell us about some of your most popular treats? There must be some products that you started with that you're still selling now. Yeah. Really, really popular. People are always saying, can I have more of those? Yeah, definitely. So it'll be 100% the peanut butter cups. In terms of that, they, I think, we developed and put online, like, within the first stages. Yeah. It wasn't straight away, but um, of the website. And that recipe has changed slightly to make it travel better across when we're doing dispatches and careers but it is like by far the one that people will be messaging me for and be like when is this going to be topped up um and can I order five boxes please just so I've got a stash in my freezer which is really really nice I think even in the really early stages I'd even popped a recipe for them because I didn't necessarily think that they would be a big seller um but people still just really liked the idea that you were making it for them. And I think with people's busy lives and whatnot, they want to have a healthy treat and they actually don't mind spending money to have someone else make it for them. Um, so that was also like, okay, this is obviously something that's going to stick mm. around for a while. Any, anything with peanut butter in it kind of goes down well seller. with everybody. People really, yeah. But we're also very mindful that not everybody loves peanut butter or there might be allergies. So we definitely always make sure that there are options that... Yeah, are different from that as well. But in our experience so far, people will see peanut butter and chocolate or caramel, that that kind of combo, and be like, yep, sold. Yeah. 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 I can vouch for those peanut butter cups. They're very delicious. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so um, how do you keep coming up with new ideas? Because obviously you've got your really popular ones, like yeah. the peanut butter cups. And what's your creative process like? And who do you test these test products on? Oh, okay. <laughs> our creative process... Um, I'd love to say that we, like, would sit down and, like, have a meeting where we map out and put brainstorm ideas. But yeah. a lot of the time it just kind of happens in a spontaneous conversa- conversation that we yeah, have. Yeah, there are no... And it'll be like, okay, so plans. what are we putting out next week? Yeah. And it will just kind of flow from there. We kind of, like, my theory is, is I, like, there are so many chocolate bars that are so delicious around and I'm... My goal is how can I transform this into yeah, be something that's it. nourishing using plants. And so you kind of already have a similar idea, like a kind of idea of what you want. For our Christmas collection, for example, um, 
that kind of just happened like just in bed at night when you're awake and just thinking, oh, what should I do for these boxes? And you think, oh, maybe I'll do this and this and yeah. this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's more, definitely more of a spontaneous sort of... Um, and Jazz will bring most planning. ideas and be like, I'm thinking this, and I'll be like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Sounds great to me. It's just not a lot of thought that goes into them, which kind of works for us because yeah. it means that we can be really flexible and um, I feel like our customers are kind of adapted to that as well. Yeah. Um, and it also means like we might one week be like, we actually have no idea what treat boxes we're bringing out next week. Tell us what you want. Yeah. And then and they will. And they, will, and they will. And they were like, cool, we'll do that. And we so, now, I think, have a real handle of what sells really well and what doesn't. Mm. Um, and so, you know, there's still a, be, might be a small portion of people that be like, oh, really love a ginger, really love a jaffa. And every now and then we might do that. But we know if we're going to do a big treat box or a big bulk lot, those things just don't sell as well. So no. we kind of you kind of just learn from the years that's been what people really like. Yeah. So there's a lot of listening to the customers and getting oh, customer yeah. feedback. I think that's what's the greatest yeah. thing about it's it. It's actually so helpful. Like I like it's I think people m- really don't re- realise how nice it is when they just tap the buttons and make a vote. It's just like we literally will go by what you say. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. so we don't the have decision making process any plans. Plans in a way. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. No, that's perfect. That sounds like a great way to do things. So how about I mean you're twins mm-hmm. and one of you is working full time and you've got kids and studying. So how do you work on different parts of the business? Do you divide things up or does it just sort of happen organically? Yeah. Yeah. Um well, initially, when we started business, Jazz was on maternity leave, and thankfully, she's actually, when, since returning, it is two and a half days. So yeah, she so it's has, twenty hours a week. So it's so twenty hours full time. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so initially, that first year when she was on maternity leave, it was just quite easy to balance. We didn't so much have like separate roles. We'd both have different products we were baking. So, if like one week a lot of people ordered peanut butter caramel which was my thing, I'd be particularly busy that week. But then the following week, someone yeah. might order quite a lot of mint or... Um, yeah, so we had, like, us. different slices each. But I think we've kind of transformed in the way that it's easier for me with, with working to have, like, a... Bakeathon. A bakeathon where I have, like, a big time slot, like, in the evenings where I spend a couple of evenings, four hours, just to bake a whole lot of treats. And then I can plan it and know it, whereas Alicia does all of the more spontaneous admin... Um, dispatches, everything like that that's more sporadic throughout the week Yes, that she can manage better and juggle with the and kids small pe- and, small and doses. smaller doses. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, of course, the peanut butter cups. Yeah. I think that because it was my original baby, yeah. just kind of, and then it just is one less thing that Jazz has but to But it has actually also worked to our strengths as well yes. because Alicia is much more of the organised admin yeah. business running type I don't of necessarily love actually being in the kitchen baking the things um, as much, and so... Um, but also, I think you're just better at just yeah. being able to blitz something out yeah. and just run with that. So it's like, yeah, those are where our strengths are. So that's been really good to develop. And I think having Jazz returned back to work, those first few months actually probably were quite stressful. We hadn't quite established what roles were what. Um, and so it did feel like Jazz was coming home from work and it was like, oh, last thing she probably feels like doing is doing a bakeathon right now. Mm. But, you know, and then also like, well, while she's at work, there's this things that I'm trying to keep up. So it was just like 
But because we're twins, we were also and we're very close. We were honest yeah, and yeah. able to have really open yeah. conversations about this isn't working so well, this is kind of stressing us both out, this isn't fun anymore, and that's the idea of this is actually to have, like, it was initially a fun side hustle. So let's try to get back to that. And so, yeah. Yeah. That leads really nicely into our next question. And we were sort of talking about this before when we were having coffee. Um, what are some of the biggest learnings since you started your business? We talked about um, booms and COVID yep. and ups yep. and downs and mm. social media and all of those types of things. So what are some of the biggest things that you've learned since mm. starting the business? I think we've, we're both really in a fortunate position where the business is kind of like, as Alicia said, our side hustle and our baby that we aren't reliant on it to do extremely well for us to be able to put food on the table, if you know what I mean, which takes a lot of the pressure out of it. And I think the biggest learning is is that when we take the pressure off ourselves to be able to produce everything every week, to be able to market on Instagram and actually take the fun away, then it, it doesn't become a successful yeah. business in no. our eyes anymore no, it because it's taken over our roles as mums and our roles as wives. It puts and stress on um, the family and even though you try and keep the good balance, the kids will know like mum's not that happy right now because yeah. they'll constantly be like, is that for the business or can we have it? Like, yeah. And you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't baked for you guys in a really long time. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that was definitely having to learn, learn that actually, what is this and even though there was definitely moments, post the first lockdown, um, we got a big boom and it was really awesome with the Yay. Facebook page that came up. Um, one night randomly, I was just watching telly, I was at home by myself with the kids and Jess was like, oh, maybe we should put something on that Facebook page. And I was like, all right. So I just like popped a few photos up with a little comment and then within the... Um, hour like we had to like close down the website we just had, we're inundated with well, orders. Well at that point we didn't max out on we any didn't. of our products no. we just sort of made to sell. Yeah. And it was like pre-order Then almost. we were like yeah we can't keep up with I was this. like shut it down <laughs> and then we got like I don't know how many new followers. So it was a real positive It was boost. really awesome and then I think we kind of were like real motivated like okay what can we do now? What can we do to be bigger? And then We've got to build on this. Yeah. But then that turned into to, okay. actually our focus is completely off and why we're doing this we now. We are not in a position and do not have the capacity to do this. It's just stressful and it's not us. We're not business women. We've always been really open about the fact I think that if anyone was to watch how we or ran look our, at business, our business model, like, they'd be like, heck, have you guys even done as well as this anyway? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was, like, real good learning. It was awesome, but it was also really good learning. Um, and then recently even, because it still obviously has had its stresses at times, um, just with social media and Instagram, we realise it being a huge asset in terms of like having business and building customers and whatnot. And it's fantastic for anyone starting the new business if you can get your head around the ever-changing algorithm. For us, it ended up just actually being something we couldn't keep up with and it just took a lot of time that we wanted and would rather spend on other things. Mm. And then we realised in terms of our own customer base and our website that we had quite a number of subscribers and we are like, these are our people, these are the regulars yeah. that want to buy from us, let's invest in them. And to take that pressure away from feeling the need to post every three to four, you know, three, four times a week or keep the stories stories going going. has just made life so much simpler and 
just yeah again it's just keep the, it fun so, again and you can build yeah. you're just focusing on the relationships with the the community that we have and the customers that we've got has actually just been really lovely yeah so it hasn't I mean it's affected I guess our Instagram account in terms of you probably it hasn't had any growth really it's not gone terrible but it's it hasn't grown and it won't you've got to put in the work but in terms of business like it really hasn't really had much effect that we've done that we've got really great customers but our mindsets change as and well our mindset, as well. We're we don't not, we don't have these big expectations yeah. of ourselves that we had you know like uh, six months ago like yeah which totally. has meant if we've had a really average week you're kind of like oh that, that was that week yeah 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 <laughs> it's not like we've just invested so much and that was an average week yeah 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 um so yeah it's definitely changed things a lot in that way yeah. which has been really good yeah, and that sounds like you're really um, wanting to keep your passion there for the long term, Absolutely. so that it stays fun and you're yeah. really yeah. livened by you know what you're doing. Yeah, mm. definitely. And the next question is about balance, which works nicely with what we were just talking about. How do you both create balance in your lives? Because you're obviously really busy with your families, your yeah. mm. employment, other things going on, and baking all your treats. Well, um, honestly, we haven't always been great at it. Like, that's the truth of it. It's been a real learning thing. And I think because of these changes we've made, especially recently, it's really given us a good balance. Um, yeah, there were times when it was really busy and it was really hard to find that balance. And I think, in a way, our children were quite young too, so you can kind of get away with a bit more. Yeah. Now, we've actually, I think, no, we've got each other to yeah. keep ourselves accountable. Like, I can, we spend a lot of time with Alicia, and Alicia spends a lot of time with me. And so, um, if I'm noticing, I'm like, Alicia, right now, I think your family needs you more than our business does. Yeah. Let's just put things on hold for you for a and little that, bit. Yeah. Um, and, and we have that. that relationship yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, like, Family will always come first, and I think that's the luxury that we do have with this business, and we can't forget that. Um, And so, yeah, I think just having each other to be able to be accountable of making sure that the balance stays there. Yeah. Um, And I think, like, we love the business, but we we love doing other things like spending time with family and friends and, you know, things like that so much more anyway yeah. so when we actually have that balance things actually fall into place yeah. really nicely it does and um, I think as well like in terms of how we use the business like for, for us I feel like it has been quite a blessing that it's you know it's a little bit of pocket money on the side and it means that we can in a way bless other people we can do go out for drinks and things like them and maybe shout the group or things like that because it's just like well you've got this little side hustle going on we can do fun things with the kids and yeah. you know tri- just especially with you know growing big families and whatnot it's just nice to be able to just have that there and just keeping it there we did dabble a little bit in um wholesale supplying to cafes and um I think that was also a good learning thing with our balance like this is not us not us we can't keep to a schedule we can't provide at that date this amount of quantity like and I think also back then like I think our treats are beautiful now but back then we were all we were really about like just filling up your freezers too making good quality nourishing treats but without the faff yeah and that was also learned was yeah. quite a lot of faffiness and saying that now we learned how to do it without but we've so much. I think that's faff. because we've learnt to not mass produce yeah. things and so you can actually spend more time yeah. actually on Making each the slice. Of, yeah. yeah. So it's been yeah. Lots of learning. Yeah. 
So how can our listeners connect with you and can you tell us a little bit about your Christmas treat range that was released this week? You do that. That's okay, your... so we have a new boxes released this week um, that was never going to happen until our first boxes sold out really quickly yep. and we felt guilty that it was mid-November and we were closing up for the year. So we've got um, our chocolate bar boxes, which are kind of three chunky chocolate bars. Um, and the flavours of them are... <laughs> You've got raspberry and white chocolate. That's No, I... that was the first batch. So oh, this is a new batch okay. where I've put new flavours. So I've got, I've kept the Snickers because everybody loves that. And then I've got a, um, chocberry and biscuit. That's right. And then, um, the third one will come to me. Okay. This is my pregnancy brand. I can't remember. Yes. Jazz is also having a baby Oh, I've got caramel Tim Tam. Cool. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. That so they're all the chocolate bars. So they were released this week. And that is 100% the final release of yeah. our Christmas boxes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's... And then our social media to find us yes. is... Um, at Twin Treats NZ. Yes. On Instagram. On Instagram. Or and just Twin Treats on Facebook. And just Twin Treats on Facebook. And our website is by... TwinTreats.co.nz. Thank you so much, Alicia and Jasmine, for being here today. It was wonderful to hear about your business journey. And I'm just so um, pleased that you've got that passion and you've been through, in under three years, you've been through a lot. Yeah. 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 No, it's been been a really fun experience. Cool thing to do together, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. joining us today on Thrive Inspiring Women. If you'd like to listen to previous shows, just go to the Plains FM website and type in Thrive. Thanks again for tuning in to Thrive and join me again next time for more amazing stories from inspirational women who are changing our world. Thrive.